All right, welcome to another episode of SJF After Hours. I'm your host on this episode, Mr. K or Mr. Coimans, whatever you want to call me is fine with me. Um, we're doing something a little different today. Since we've been missing quite a few students in the last week, um, it's been kind of hard uh, to try and put together our segments and uh, get things going the way that we normally do. So we've decided um, we're going to roll with the punches. We're going to create an episode just on the spot in one class different people coming up as guests we're just going to see how it goes might be a mess might be great we'll find out so uh first things first i'll explain to you the premise of this episode that we're doing so we are doing an episode talking about things that we find to be overrated and things that we find to be underrated and the first topic of discussion for overrated underrated is going to be movies now with me here, I have three lovely guests seated to my right, um, Cameron Joy, Mark Lingard, and Carson Smith. So they are going to be telling us, uh, intrepid listeners, what their picks are for overrated and underrated movies. So I'm going to toss it over to Cameron to start things off. For overrated movies, I was going to say uh, Endgame, because the ending and the way that Thanos got freed from mantis i think it could have easily avoided that's true it was there was a lot of hype and then it just it wasn't what i expected and i mean i guess and people just act like it was this great movie when i just i didn't really like it like i already knew what was going to happen so especially for such a long movie too yeah that, that's completely true in my opinion like a lot of people say that it's it's like this good movie and like it was worth seeing that they watched it like a couple times and i it's not really like a, a rewatchable movie in my opinion. So I just, it's, it's really overrated to me. So you guys, you all agree that Endgame is overrated. Yep. Interesting. Um, that's like an incredibly popular, well-respected movie. I personally very much enjoy it, but I guess like it's hard to live up to the hype for a movie like that. Like that movie is just like almost seen as like unimpeachable, like the best movie of all time by some people. So I can understand why you would say that movie is overrated. For myself, um, I'm going with a similar theme. I'm going with the highest grossing movie of all time, internationally, Avatar. So there, Avatar recently retook the, the claim of being the highest grossing movie of all time from Endgame. The, kind, the two have kind of gone back and forth re-releasing the movie so they can uh, one-up one another. Um, for me, I thought Avatar was trash. Um, I really did not like Avatar. I thought it was just like a ripoff of like other movies that already exist, like Fern Gully, for example. And I didn't like the way that the, the, the Navi looked. They looked unappealing to me. And I thought Unobtainium was very stupid. So that's my overrated pick. Um, do you guys have any opinions on Avatar? Do you think that that's fair or unfair of me to say? Uh, honestly, I think you're in the right for that reasons, for the reasons that you chose. Yeah, um, I feel like it was definitely a overrated movie, and the fact that they're pull, bringing out more is kind of crazy that they can still do that, and it's such a big movie. Yeah, for just like such a, like a uh, like kind of just like a simple concept, like a lot of people like it, and I I agree with it being overrated. Like I don't think it should be like this big almighty like movie in the in the industry but it's definitely like not the worst movie there's always worst movies out there but 
you're right, Mr. Coyman's like it. They did kind of just Why, take. Why thank you? They they did take like a lot of inspiration, or I almost say like copy from just other existing movies. So I don't think it should be that high up there. All right, some some great insight from you guys. Thank you. So uh, we're gonna move on to our underrated section now. And I will toss it over. This time I'm going to go in opposite order. We'll start with Carson for underrated picks. So Carson, you can lead off here. Um, I was going to say uh, Real Steel is underrated. It's um, about like robots that fight and stuff. And I think it's just a bit underrated for how good the movie actually was. Like the music in it and stuff. Like they had really famous artists. So is that the Hugh Jackman one? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's the one where he's in. Okay, um, Mark, you wanna, here we go. Uh, personally, like I think, uh, like the movie Logan, like a lot of people disliked it, but it was one of those like high budget movies, and they did put like a lot of effort into it, and I liked the ending, like it was kind of like this new saga, like this, this new Wolverine, and like that is what happens in the comics. So I understand like why people were like, oh, it's not really a surprise, but. I did enjoy the movie. There were some good fight scenes. A lot of people don't like it. Don't see why. So Hugh Jackman, you're two for two on our underrated segment so far. Cameron, I can only guess that your your underrated movie is going to be like The Greatest Showman or something like that. But uh, I'll give it over to you just to see what it actually is. Uh, underrated movies, I'm going to say Green Lantern because for its time, it had good uh, it had good art for it and it had good animation and the reason why he was chosen for it and his previous job it was pretty good the ending kind of overrated personally but the movie in general underrated because it's i mean it has the star of canada ryan reynolds so yeah uh green lantern much maligned movie uh not not very well respected in most circles so i can totally see where you're coming from and saying that it's underrated if you if you're a fan of that movie for sure um, do you guys have any thoughts on the, the Green Lantern or? Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of like, there's a bias from like my standpoint because I've never like been into DC and like, especially Green Lantern where I've always thought it was like a kind of a dumb concept, like the whole willpower thing. You just like choose some like random guy and it's like, oh, you, you have much will. You can become a Green Lantern. So, I mean, maybe it's just, I have a more big issue with like the whole concept in the movie but yeah you're right like with ryan reynolds like he is the star of canada in my opinion everybody knows him so yeah i don't think it was i i agree with it being an underrated movie though it wasn't like the worst thing on earth but yeah a lot of people hate on it for weird reasons i never watched it so i don't have an opinion on it <laughs> Fair enough, Carson. So Ryan Reynolds, Star of Canada. There you have it, anointed on the Canadian Walk of Fame, which we do not actually have. Edit, there is actually a Canadian Walk of Fame. My bad. Um, I am going to go to my pick for underrated. It's a movie that came out in 2007, so it might be before some of some people's time here, but Hot Rod. I don't know if anyone in this class has seen this movie, but it's starring Andy Samberg, who you might know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, also stars Bill Hader and uh, Danny McBride, who's in a bunch of other stuff, um, and Isla Fisher as well. It's a great movie. It's got a really, like, it's only got like a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. doesn't have a high score, but I honestly think it's way better than that, and I'm definitely biased on that. I love, like, anything that Andy Samberg does, but that's one of my favorite movies of all time. 
Um, yeah, so I want to thank you guys for joining me as guests on that segment. If you don't mind transitioning your way out of the guest chairs and doing a quick cleanup, since it is uh, COVID times, just giving a quick spray there. Thank you very much. And folks, um, you can tell we're we're doing this uh, kind of live based on the noises that you're hearing of the desk of the the chairs being cleaned ever so carefully by Mark and Cameron. Thank you very much, guys. So up next, we are going to be talking music with Tyler White and Aiden Lutit. So you guys, um, I'm excited to have you on to talk about music. I personally love music. I have a lot of stuff that I want to that I want to say, but I'm going to toss it over to you guys first. So maybe we'll start with you, Aiden, if you don't mind giving us your uh, your overrated pick first for music. Personally, I think J. Cole is really overrated. I just I don't really get why people like his music. There's so many better artists. Coming coming out hot against J. Cole right there, Aiden. How about you, Tyler? For me, it's definitely MF Doom. He's like he's a good rapper, but he just rhymes random words together that really have no meaning, no correlation, and his music really has no deeper meaning to it. And I I just hate it so much, and it's still revered by so many people. So we got some. Uh not so much love for for a couple of rappers there so far guys i am uh i'm not going to go down the same route as you i'm going to talk about a different genre of music for my overrated i'm choosing metallica um i just i like metal but i don't like metallica they've never appealed to me um i don't know what it is i see some looks of confusion in the <laughs> in the crowd right now but uh i don't know they're just it feels like they're trying to be too like oh, I'm a man all the time and they're the way they sing and everything and I just I don't know that's not my type of metal um if I'm going to listen to metal I prefer other bands like August Burns Red or Parkway Drive um I don't know if you guys know much about Metallica do you have any thoughts on that Tyler um I mean they're all right I would like their earlier music better like Master Puppets is one of my favorite albums of all time Fair enough. Um, maybe we will move on to the underrated section. So this is where we get to kind of like show our music clout, talk, show how, how cool we are with the bands that we know, that we love, that we consider to be underrated. So I'm going to toss it to Tyler this time to go first. No, Tyler, you don't want it? Okay. Aiden, you want to take the mic then? Uh, all right. Probably Mavi. He has like 300,000 monthly listeners. He's pretty good. I enjoy his music thoroughly. Sorry, you said Mavi? Um, so I, I'm old, so I don't know who this, this artist is. Can you tell me a little bit about them? Yeah, they're a rapper. Yeah. So I haven't, sorry, I haven't heard of this rapper and maybe that's why they're, well, I'm, I'm not the aficionado on rap, so that's not why they're underrated. If, if I don't know that, then it's not like necessarily a, a symbol of anything. That's just me not knowing that much about rap. But, um, Tyler, do you have a pick for underrated by chance? Yeah. For me, my most underrated artist has to be Dream Theater. I feel like most people write off progressive metal and rock as just pretentious artists, like trying to play the hardest things they can. But their music is actually really good, and they're all really good players. But and they actually have rhythm. That's a cool pick. I've never actually listened to Dream Theater, but I do like um, some like uh, pretty intense metal stuff. Like uh, when I was in high school, early university, I used to listen to some stuff that was called like mathcore where basically it was that was the name of the genre or subgenre because the rhythms made almost no sense it was like mathematical the precision of the rhythms that they were playing so there are bands like uh between the buried and me and dillinger escape plan that are considered math core um 
I don't know, that's probably not something that we can branch off on too much, but I, I appreciate the really like virtuosic metal bands that are out there. Um, one band that I think I've talked to you about actually, Tyler, is Dragon Force. They're a band that, uh, they're pretty cheesy, but they're like really enjoyable and really good at their craft. Do you uh, have any thoughts on Dragon Force? Um, they're power metal music. I don't really like it. It's just a lot of like really fast guitar shredding with kind of meaningless, meaningless lyrics. But <laughs> if I'm relaxing, then I might listen to one of their albums. Fair enough. They are uh, the band that I went to see for my 19th birthday, just for context. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks so much, guys, for joining me on this uh, this topic here. Unless you have anything else you want to say about any bands or artists off the top of your head. I think we're, we're all good here for Overrated, Underrated with music. Yeah. Awesome. So thanks for joining me, guys. Um, oh, Mr. Trainer making a guest appearance. Oh, so, no, uh, thank, thank you for coming on in. So we're actually just talking about music. And... I don't know if you want to get in on this right now or if you want to wait for the next topic, but uh, we're doing overrated, underrated musicians. Oh, I missed uh, what everybody said, so I probably uh, shouldn't speak without knowing what everybody else said. Um, sure, we'll get you in on the next topic. So uh, up next, if I could have Kadria, Tyler once again, and Ryder joining me to talk about books. So... Books, yes, very important stuff to talk about. We, uh, in my ELA 9 class, are in the midst of an independent novel study, so books should be on at least Cameron's mind right now. But uh, let's hear what Kadria, Ryder, Tyler, and Mr. Trainer have to say about their books that they think are overrated and the books that they think are underrated. So maybe I will toss it to Kadria first. No? Okay, we'll toss it to Tyler Okay, he's giving me a no as well. Ryder, are you okay if I toss it to you to talk about an overrated book, in your opinion? An overrated book, I'd say, is probably Moby Dick um, and The Da Vinci Code. Because, oh. like, those are, like, really popular books and, like, well-known. And yeah. So giving us two options there right off the bat, coming out uh, just swinging against those books. So... Um, you said they're well-known. Is there any reason in particular you think that they're overrated besides being well-known? Is there something about them that stands out to you? Um, not in particular. Okay. Um, maybe, is, that, is there anyone else who's ready to get on the mic there? Kadria? I think The Fault in Our Stars is, like, over, uh, overrated. It's, like, so boring. I couldn't get... So I read only, like, the first, like, two-ish chapters. And they had such, like, old people, like, dialogue. Like, it was so unrealistic. And it's like, why are you guys so old? Like, no. Nobody randomly quotes some, like, part in a book. Just like, I remember when they said this and this and this. Like, I don't know. Maybe if it was, like, iconic or something. But, like, just random dialogue. And it was, it was just really boring, you know? No, I hear you, Kadria. I know when um, there's when you're reading a book and it feels like the dialogue is not written properly for the character, like especially when you hear the same voice in every character, it can really take you out of the reading experience. Um, we actually kind of had that experience in my ELA 9 class earlier this year with the book Breathing Underwater that we read. That was my main criticism of it. Um, Tyler, do you have a, an overrated book you'd like to throw under the bus here? Yeah. For me, a really big overrated book is Animal Farm. I just don't like it. I'm like, the message portrayed. Fair enough. Uh, not a fan of Animal Farm. Honestly, I'm impressed that you've 
read that book. I have not made it to that one myself. It's one I've been meaning to read for a while. But uh, maybe I'll toss it to Mr. Trainer for his overrated pick. And if he has any thoughts on Animal Farm, I don't know if you've read that. Yeah, we read that in one of my English classes last semester. Um, I might refresh Tyler's memory here a little bit. Um, that uh, it was about, it was kind of an allegory um, compar uh, comparing the communist system as it was practiced in Soviet Russia um, to, um, and, and then I kind of playing that out in the context of a farm where um, the animals represented the proletariat who overthrew the, um, the, the, the people that, that owned the farm or who, who represented the government. And it, it quickly, uh, it, it, it shows how it, it began to be a people's revolution where they were supposed to bring true equality to their civilization, but then it quickly deteriorated uh, because of corruption where power was centralized into the hands of a few and all of the resources were just given to a few people and same with the, the preferred jobs were just into a select few. Um, I personally enjoyed it. Um, as far as an over, I'll pass it back if, you've, if that jogs your memory of what you wanted to talk about. Um, but I'll just squeeze my uh, overrated pick in here real quick. It's a book that I loved growing up, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, as I got older and spoke you know talking with other people and hearing other people's opinions about it it kind of changed my the way that I see the book now and um, it is still I mean it is considered a classic and it's still taught in a lot of high schools um, it the, the 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 problem that I've you know has been shown to me and that I now cannot not think about when I read the book is that uh, the white savior complex where there's um, a black American who's in trouble with the law and there, it, it, is, it is a depiction of a racist society so kind of uh, commend the book for that but it's, it, you know, it, it depicts black people as um, not able to fight for themselves. They need the white person to fight for them and in this case was Atticus Finch, the lawyer. So I think that's an overrated book. Awesome, yeah. Um, while we're on that uh, idea of white savior complex, that reminds me of a movie that we just watched in my Socials 10-1 class, Blood Diamond. That was my main criticism of that movie when we were talking about it as a class was uh, the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio even had to be in that movie. It seemed kind of unnecessary. But uh, Tyler, maybe I'll pass it to you. Did you want to add anything about Animal Farm? I think it has less, uh, it's less of a critique on uh, communism, but more of a, a critique on uh, totalitarianism, totalitarianism as a whole. And just like the power struggle of that whole thing, like between Stalin and Trotsky represented as animals. Awesome. Yeah, so some, some really good points being made here, guys. Uh, maybe we'll move on to the underrated novels section. So is there anyone who would like to lead off with their pick for an underrated novel or book? Don't all put don't all put up your hands at once there, Kadri. It's not like super popular, but I thought it was it was like I read it in grade five. So and there was no really other book that I thought was really good, and like I read it like three times. It I don't know maybe if I like read it again I will have different opinions. But like 
It was this book called Love and Gelato. It was really good. It had this whole vibe to it, and it was just so, like, it felt very aesthetic. And it's like, it was, because then I read it before the summer happened, and then when I went, like, on vacation and stuff, I kind of still had that, like, book in mind, and it just kind of, like, low-key just shaped my whole summer. I don't know why, but it did, and it was... It's still pretty good. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Kadria. Um, do any of you guys want to chime in with your underrated picks? Well, maybe I'll toss it over to Mr. Trainer then, if, you're, uh, if you have any ideas. Uh, I like the book Little Women. Uh, I had to Google the author. Louisa May Alcott. Alcott. Um, it shows, uh, it's, it does a good job showing us, um, like, people enduring endurance or not just endurance but uh, perseverance through the ups and downs of life and I what I really liked about that book I like that it shows the strength of women and especially juxtaposed to the power of uh, uh, like our, our the institution of power dominated by men in society also um, what I partic- personally particularly liked about the movie is their perspective when they are encountering uh, serious difficulties in life. Um, they didn't get overwhelmed. They, they tried to maintain a, pers- a positive kind of perspective and just like a perseverant sort of attitude. And that, that was always stuck with me. And I, I thought it was a good, a good lesson behind that book. Solid choice, Mr. Trainer. So, uh, Kadri, you got a, a point you want to make there? Okay. Um, so, like, I have this other one that I think was, un, like, overrated. And it won an award. I just wasn't into it. The first chapter, I couldn't get through the first chapter. It was so boring. The whole dialogue and everything. And it's, it, this, it was, like, this book called We Are Okay. And I thought, cool. Like, I liked, like, what it was about but then when I read it I was like this is so long and boring what what you know what I mean and I just I felt unmotivated to read further and I'm like should I have read further I don't know I just I feel like first chapters are really important to getting to like having someone read your whole book so yeah that I don't know that wasn't my cup of tea all right, thank you very much for uh, for for throwing another book out there as being overrated. I uh, honestly, I hear you, Kadria. I am even though I'm an ELA teacher and I haven't given my picks yet for overrated, underrated, but um, I find a lot of books to be overrated. Um, I am just not that good at making my way through an entire book. I'll put them down if if I'm not feeling them. So one of those books that I wanted to mention that I found to be overrated is Catch Twenty Two. Um, I don't know if anyone here has heard of or read that, but I found it to be difficult to read. Like I thought I really liked it at first, but there was no narrative progression because it basically just each chapter started over with the perspective from a new character. And it was an interesting idea for like as an experiment for writing a novel, uh, showing these different vignettes from different characters' perspectives. But I just didn't really... I don't know, didn't feel it and I had to put it down. 
Um, as for underrated, I'll go with my pick of Willpower, which is the autobiography of Will Smith that was uh, that I ordered off the Scholastic book order uh, when I was in like grade five. Um, I just I still remember that book; it still sticks with me. It was probably not well written, but I learned a lot about Will Smith from it, so that's my underrated pick. Um, do you guys have any more that you, picks that you would like to add to the overrated underrated uh, catalog for today, guys? No, oh, we're all good. One more. Okay, so this book was a big thing. It was, it was, I didn't win any award, but it was like talked about a lot. And like my teacher, she suggested it to me. And then when I, re I read the whole thing, because I'm like, I can't give up on this book. You started the book, finish it. So I did, and it was called Untwined. And they did this dumb thing where they went, like we have like the whole like interesting parts and stuff where like the person's stuck in a coma and, and then it goes back to like the past. And it's so irritating because I want to like see that person's like perspective, what's going on. I want to know the interesting parts. Why are we learning about your like grandma? I don't care. You know, like, why do this? It's, it's so irritating. So we ended up getting cut off there by the bell at the end of the period, but uh, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, Mr. Trainer and to all the students that joined me in giving their opinions on that overrated, underrated segment. We're going to be coming back at you tomorrow with another uh, continuation of our overrated, underrated on some different topics. So yeah, stay safe and have a great day.